Hi everybody, welcome to RZ Two Cents. Um, this is Robert here, sitting virtually across from me in Vancouver, Canada. It's Roy. Hi guys. So this week we want to continue on uh, last week's episode uh, that we had. Uh, it was honor. It was our honor to have a guest speaker on, uh, my friend Lorenzo, and he spoke about uh, as as an African American. Um, he he spoke about how he felt about the police brutality and the, the current civil rights movement. Uh, I think it went way beyond police brutality and, and many things about uh, people expanded on. Um, basically the, the, the racial injustice and the systematic racism that uh, existing in the uh, United States today and uh, mm-hmm. many parts around the world. So um, that was a great episode. We mostly uh, asked questions and got his answers and gave some of our perspectives. Uh, today, mm-hmm. we want to uh, sort of start to give our own uh, insights, if they're worth anything, maybe worth two cents uh, on, the, on, that, on the topic. And also we have spoken to uh, uh, a good friend of ours that's a, that is a Caucasian-American um, uh, privately off the record uh, because uh, uh, due to it's a sensitive topic. Um, so, mm-hmm. but 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 we did collect views from from the other side, from you know sort of the the, the wider part of America as well uh, to um, give insights on on this issue. And basically, we want to bring sort of that side of the story as long as uh, as well as give you, I'll give our own opinions. Yeah. So, Roy, right. do you want to start with any any, any thoughts? And, and 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 by the way, today, uh, Roy sent me a video which was shocking. I encourage everyone to see it. Yeah. It's the killing of uh, a um, Daniel Shaver, age twenty six. Uh, this was twenty sixteen in Arizona. Um, you guys can look mm-hmm. it up. The, the 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 victim is his name is Daniel Shaver. He was killed by a cop um, back in twenty sixteen in Arizona. The video footage is uh, extremely disturbing. Um, but I encourage people who care about this issue to watch it. And the end result is that cop was not charged uh, at all. And I read some articles right after Roy sent me the video. Uh, apparently, he's still collecting pension from the police, you know, fund, and uh, uh, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. anyways, um, we can start. So, there. Yep. yeah, I think we can get what we agree on agree on out of the way first. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. Pretty much everybody agrees that George Floyd video was very disturbing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. At least I don't know anybody, but I'm sure nobody. Think that's okay. All right, well, the video no. I just sent to you before our call that that yeah, kind of action is yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. No. I'm, I'm sure no, no matter your political agenda, your political views, or religion, whatever, man, woman, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, the U.S. is kind of divided on two things right now. Mm-hmm. First of all, is you know, is is rioting and looting a, a okay to make a point? Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, three things. Second is what is the root cause? of police brutality? Is this systemic racism? Is it something else? The third point, I think, third disagreement is how do we deal with this? What's the right solution, right? Is it defunding police? Is it something else? I think on those three are the biggest divide in the country right now. Mm-hmm. Right, would you agree with that? Yes, yes, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so I mean, we've spoken to Lorenzo, we've spoken to another friend of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, they, are, they have different, very different views. Right, do you wanna sort of summarize a little bit their views for the audience. Sure, sure. Let's start. Let's start with the third one, right? Uh, it's pretty sure. obvious. Uh, Lorenzo thinks defunding the police is uh, more than need. It's more than okay. Um, in in, in mm-hmm. certain parts, uh, the police force should be reduced or retrained or stuff like that. And they think that you know they definitely sort of uh, uh, get more than their fair share in in for 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 the inadequate job that uh, some of them do, right? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, the um, obviously the other side we've talked to uh, the Caucasian American. Uh, he thinks more of uh, uh, obviously defunding police. It, it it doesn't make much sense. Um, we need law and order, and therefore you need to hire police to keep the law and order, right? Um, mm. He's not he's not in you know against 
uh, say, higher requirements for police academy, training, stuff like that. But the funding definitely doesn't work for him. And uh, what's your opinion on it? I, I personally, I, I, thought, I, I think... Um, yeah, I think I think I think it's it's too general. Like, just think defunding or fund more, or, or, or should we keep the budget the same? I mean, just mm. as a uh, personally, without diving too much into into my into uh, you know uh, my area of expertise, but personally, as someone who um, studies capital allocation all the time, uh, I think there's there are so many ways uh, other than just defund or fund more. I mean, there's ways to allocate capital differently uh, and train differently, and, and require, I, I think if, even if budget stayed the same, you can make changes within that budget. Um, hmm. so, 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 so it, it doesn't make sense just to generalize this thing one direction or the other. Um, yeah, if, if, you, if you go with some a million dollars of inheritance to, 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 to investing or something, I don't know, there's so many ways to do it. Uh, it doesn't have to be more or less. It's just the ways you hmm. deploy it. The allocation. So basically I'm saying the allocation part of it, the way you deploy the funding, uh, and use the budget, uh, is where yeah. the problem is and is, uh, is, is, is to where the probably needs the most innovation or reform, uh, not the total amount of it. Yes. 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 That's my, that's my problem. I, I get the reason why they people are saying some people are saying they should defund the police department or mm. decrease funding. Mm. Um, their logic is that you know, they should allocate that capital towards the communities that are in trouble to help with the education, the poverty, the mm. quote unquote root causes of the problem, and right. then to give certain some kind of punishment to the to right. the police, right? Mm-hmm. And right. you do something bad, you get punished, and then you maybe stop doing that. That's mm-hmm. I think the line of logic. Yeah. I do see a point. I do see. I, I do see a point with that that kind of logic. Um, I also see some challenges, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I think the police actually. Um, this incident with George Floyd. This incident was a lot of police shooting in these past few years. Actually shows that the police department, police are generally undertrained. They don't have enough or the right kind of training or vetting for whoever wants to be a police, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like the, the the barrier of entry for becoming police is set too low. You're giving somebody the power to have a gun, take someone's life. Mm-hmm. That kind of power should be given to individuals, not everybody, but individuals highly capable of being responsible for that kind of power, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I think perhaps the bar is too low mm-hmm. and there aren't enough continuous training given to police. Mm-hmm. So, But these things require more funding instead of less, mm-hmm. right? I do agree that there more funding should be directed towards helping the community, the poverty, the education. Mm-hmm. That's correct. But I also think that the police um, needs more training, more funding, more vetting, more psychological mm-hmm. examination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. the big thing we talk about on that Ryan's podcast was the psycho-examination, right? Yep. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, you know, it's easy to say that we just need to throw more money at this problem. But it's kind of true that both the community and the police department need more funding. But I agree with, with what you said, you know, how we allocate it is very important, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the actual, if police gets extra funding, the funding probably shouldn't go to their pension, right? Probably shouldn't go to uh, paying the police officer a higher, higher salary. But I think it should go to more heavier, more strict vetting process, mm-hmm. more strict training, and then ongoing analysis of the condition of this police officer. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's totally right. true. And, and, and without doing that, um, it's not a true reform. And, and or just by doing yeah. it too simply, it's not a true reform either, just by simply yeah. defund them or don't have one or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, think about how many police there are in one country. I don't know the exact number, but there are a lot of police. Mm-hmm. And out of a large population, you're going to get a certain percentage of people that are inadequate to handle that kind of power. No matter what reason, you're going to get, or a percentage of people that were used to be adequate, whether they were in the police academy, but becoming adequate throughout 
their their job, right? Yeah. Think about the yeah. people who go on a battlefield and get PTSD. I'm sure some police get that as well. You have so many police. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, just based on that sheer number, I think this is kind of like a, something uh, we haven't paid enough attention to. That's right. That's right. right. That's, a, that's a great point. And, and who, who monitors the people that monitors, right? Like um, yeah. maybe there should be a program that's a uh, more of a you know, third party um, agency that, that, that sort of monitors police and, and, and make sure yeah. they behave correctly. And, you know, just things like that could be uh, created um, to, 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 to help monitor the situation where the police don't become a sort of an absolute power where no one yeah. can, um, can do anything about them. Because yeah. even the attorney general or um, they, I mean, the attorney general, they, they are lawyers at the end of the day, and, and they rely on the Fed or sometimes um, the Fed here. It means the Fed, federal, um, the, the, the FBI, not, not federal, but you know, uh, or some, but most cases, rely on the police to execute their orders and, and arrest people, stuff like that. So uh, there's also then a little correlation there where how uh, the police officers weren't really uh, charged um, or, or given the proper sentencing. Uh, Mm, yes. From their wrongdoing, especially with the Daniel Shaver case, the one from 2016. Obviously, it was a white on white thing. It was a white cop versus a white, you know, uh, victim. Um, didn't get asked that much traction. Where um, the it's it's tough for the Attorney General to to really so, sort of break the relationship with the police department because I'm sure the head of the police department, the sheriff, wants to protect these guys. It doesn't matter who that is. So in that case, even though this cop, you know, basically killed an innocent person. But mm -hmm. the police department still wants to protect the person. I think that mentality is wrong, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, it's tough for the attorney general to, to, to just basically put this guy in jail and give him a horrible sentencing. So I guess a third, a third party agency that monitors would be great, but something something that holds them liable too, right? Because there's a military court. It's like in the military, you have the gun to shoot people and do stuff, but like you can't just do that randomly. Uh, even yep. towards yep. like uh, enemies, even towards enemies. You can't go on, you know, you have to conduct things with a humanitarian perspective. Otherwise, there's military court. You will get killed. Mm -hmm. you, 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 yep. well, you, you will get you know sentencing and proper um, proper law enforcement and proper uh, law will be executed. If you let's say soldiers yeah. go on battlefields and rape, you know they go to Iraq, right? They rape women there, not American women, but women there, and uh, that doesn't make it right. Like here, they have military yep. courts that literally uh, send these guys. Um, say you rape somebody. It don't matter if you, if they're on, if, if they were you know, but but they were civilians, right? You were on the battlefield. You're supposed to fight, you know, Iranian army, whatever. That is your only objective. But you mm -hmm. raped two, mm -hmm. you know, women there that there were civilians, and now you have a rape charge against you, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I think something yeah. like that. Would you see that's a, that's a much better system to monitor, right? Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And he, and also ongoing monitoring, ongoing um, training. Right? Mm -hmm. and you mentioned the military, like Navy SEALs can get around 18 months of training for a six months mission yeah. police officers gets a few hours of you know battle <laughs> training per year yeah. this is a huge difference yes and yeah. yes. you know and this i think there's a much higher chance of police at this climate to make to start up civil unrest mm -hmm. right? internal conflict mm -hmm. so yeah and uh perhaps more representation uh of African Americans or minorities in police population, police department would also help, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. That's true. I mean, imagine if, well, that's that's sort of like a band-aid solution, right? But imagine if um, a African American officer does something bad, it's mm -hmm. equally bad. Right? That also shouldn't be done, but I think how people receive it will be very different. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And um, there are currently some, but I think now it becomes a cultural thing where African Americans think uh, police overall the law enforcement um is their enemy so yeah. it would not be a you know 
Uncle Sam. They, they, they don't want to become itself, right? They mm-hmm. don't want to become Uncle Sam. Um, they don't want to sort of just go join the police force. And uh, that's well represented. I'm sure, I, I, I've spoken with Lorenzo and, and other African Americans privately as well. They don't want to sort of join that gang because they, they, they will lose a lot of their friends. If they join, if they become a police officer, even if they are standing people, but they're like, True. No, I don't want to, I don't want to do that because True. Uh, black people are really, really against policemen. So True. if you join that, then your friends be like, oh, now you're a pig, you know? So that's what they call True. police. See, From African community, that's what they call police. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this reminds me of another thing. It's like right now, mm-hmm. nobody, I, I'm sure no child's dream is to grow up as a police officer, no. right? No. There used to be people saying that probably, but now oh, yeah, many, many. No, no kids is like, oh, I want to grow up to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. And then you defund the police department and they get... Let's say they get lower salaries, lower pay. Mm-hmm. Who, what, what kind of people are gonna be policing the future? Mm-hmm. Right. What, 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 what are the kinds of people you are becoming officers? Are we they the best people? Options. Are they the yeah. most? Are they the brightest? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah. Right. If there, are only much, there are people who don't have many options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's mm-hmm. gonna make the problem worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's a, that's very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah very I think was was a current climate and also with election coming up politicians are really uh, doing anything to appeal to the to the masses right if that means a bandit solution that's good for the short term and damages uh, damaging for the long term so be it mm-hmm. yeah speaking of politicians, reading off a headline today um mm-hmm. i think donald trump signed the executive order on yeah. um on the police for on the in, on this issue he says yes trump, uh, i'm only reading off the same headline i did not click on the article uh, yet Trump signs executive order urgent police reform. Comma mm. says cops need more funding. Okay, so basically he signed the executive order urging more police reform. Um, yeah, it requires. I, I think it's just it's an executive order like requires all local police like they have to run some sort of a uh, program to inspect themselves. Like it's like a forceful thing because executive order has to be executed on a local basis. Mm. But also says, but he says cops in the future still need more funding instead of less. That's what he said. So that's, that's where the current president is. But again, after November, we might have a different one in the White House or not. But either way, we'll, we'll see yeah. how. Yeah, that's your point. Uh, like you pointed out, uh, exactly. Politicians want to want to do what pleases or what seems to be most righteous thing that yeah. people demand now. Yeah. Where, yeah. But actually, sometimes, the many times, the most, um, the, the correct thing to do is not to do exactly what people ask of. Yeah. So. Yeah. What? It's, yeah. it's another, well, it goes another some problems with the democratic system right even if the people are very bright they get very bright leaders and policies if the people aren't bright they, they vote for the wrong decisions yeah yeah so, yeah. so cool so what are yeah. the first two so so we guys we i guess we spent on the third um uh, yeah you have three points this is the third one yes. that's a major yes. divide between the country yes. uh, what's the second one uh it is i mean is looting and rioting the right way to make a point mm. and the first what's one was, on that um, the other one is, um, huh, what was the other one? The other one is, um, oh, what's the root cause of police brutality? Is okay. it systemic yeah. racism or is it something else? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm hearing, yeah, okay. go ahead, go ahead. So, so let's, let's save that one for last. Then. Let's do the, sure. Right. sure. Okay. So, um, the second one, looting and rioting, by the way, those are great, beautifully summarized points. It, it gives a, um, very uh, well-balanced structure for our conversation. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that from you very much. Yeah, because sometimes all these two cents could go wild because I want to go wild <laughs> and just go off topic for a while. So, uh, but that keeps a very structured. Um, so, I so here's the thing though. The, the yeah. I guess the only argument actually, looting rioting is okay. It's the strongest uh-huh. one right now. But 
everyone's saying it, but I, I guess it's okay. Uh, but it's the only reason. They're saying, okay. we know it's not right, but that's the way to push the envelope. Otherwise, you guys don't hear us, right? Otherwise, unheard. Yeah. we're being the unheard. You are the silent majority. We're the loud minority. We have to be loud. And loud by mm. not just having the speaker loud. We have to like knock on your doors and basically destroy your shit. Make a point. To, mm. to make a point. Otherwise, we won't be heard because we're the minority. Um, you're the majority, so your views actually, even if you stay silent, um, it's fine. Uh, but 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 for us, if we don't get loud, no one cares. So we need to be loud, and that loud. This is the last sort of the resort, last resort we have. This problem, so many years we never changed it. Four hundred years, oh my god, we're being slavery. So uh, now we have to change this, right? Or say we had this huge anger towards the um, even the history of this country, right? Robert Lee statue, a general mm. from the South. Columbus statue. Mm. Columbus was beheaded in Boston. You know. Yeah. 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 The head is got cut off. The guy who founded America. Um, and uh, you know, so so because he represents yeah. you know the, a few white men, not um, all people. So things like that. So so the anger really just you know. So they're saying uh, you know screw the statue. I know it's vandalism, but we have to sort of express our view. We don't really appreciate Columbus that way or whatever. So um, I guess that's the only reason to make it sort of make looting right make sense. Otherwise, I'm all about the law. Uh, I think uh, like most people, I think uh, I think destroying someone else's property is not okay. It should be charged with a crime and, and looting and yeah, just just basically breaking the law. There will be punishments. Just like I believe officers who break the law will be punishments. Which so far in these cases we're seeing. Uh, the law has been coming slowly and to a lesser degree yeah. to police officers. So I'm basically saying we should have an equal uh, treatment for everyone, ideally. The law should apply equal to everyone. And the people who apply it, attorneys generals, lawyers, judges, the legal system should apply it equally. I know that sounds like a dream scenario for any country, but that's what laws are made for. Everyone's equal in front of the law. Even the, you know, the, if the prince does something wrong, wrong that, that prince needs to be um, executed, the king should mm-hmm. should let the prince be executed, even though that could never happen in a kingdom. That's why we don't have a kingdom. That's why we have a you know law based society. But yeah, that's my take. Yeah. So um, yeah, since that's the only reason looking why it would make sense. What's your thought on? Yes, that? yes. I just wish the if you know looting writing is required to make a point, which it's difficult to find another another way to make a strong point for civilians, right? Um, I just wish it was more targeted towards who they're fighting against instead of hurting innocent business that has nothing to do with this, right? In some cases, even businesses run by minorities or African-Americans. Yes, yes. Right. In I, see, I see no point in that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I wish it was more targeted and I wish, you know, it's not, because obviously there are cases where it's hijacked mm-hmm. by opportunists, right? Yep. Opportunists mm-hmm. um, yep. that, that are not for the BOM movement. Are just yep. there to to loot to steal things. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I don't think they thought about it. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't think BLM movement people who really care about it really need uh, six Louis Vuitton bags and twenty Nike shoes. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you if you you have to destroy things to make a point, don't steal the stuff because mm-hmm. that's just towards your objective, right? Okay, so 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 then let's separate the two. Then. So. We all agree taking LV bags and the Nike shoes are okay. So what about destroy things? What about the people who actually, the activists, right? Okay. They actually don't steal. Okay. Uh, they're trying to make a point by cutting Clippers' head off and the, the, the statue, obviously. And and then yeah. shut down. And, and that's vandalism, though, still. Uh, because it's probably property like you. They, if, the, if the local mayor, city hall, didn't write approval letter to remove the statue, you're not supposed to remove it, right? Correct? I mean, yeah. Who, yeah. you can't even uh, say take off a, uh, a tree or, or cut down like a light, you know, a light pole or anything like that. It's public property. That's vandalism. You still get charged. So I'm saying, 
do you support that? Um, or do you think that's okay? Like, because uh, that's really something that people, young people are saying, you know, school that, the laws uh, made it, it's, it's against that anyway. So uh, you can say call it vandalism, but we call that uh, progressive movement. What's your thought on that? Just the, the statue um, and destroying the symbols and stuff, the, the history and stuff like that. I think if the premise is that, which is kind of true, mm-hmm. previous riot, previous protest or even rioting did not make mm. real change, create real change, right? Yeah. Yep. So if I'm standing in the shoe of an African-American young guy, mm-hmm. I'm probably thinking, what else can we do to really make a change, to create a real change, to make a difference? Mm-hmm. Then based on this premise, I think if you have to do mm-hmm. aggressive things, break laws to uh, make a point, mm-hmm. then I think those are much better than hurting random businesses, mm-hmm. right? Okay, okay. So I think like, those say, are much better. Yeah, say like a like a Compared to yeah, compared to compared to relatively better, right? Yes, yes, I see. Yeah, so like a think? like a statue in the middle of a city or, or like a town yeah. hall or something like that, uh, where it's like a public thing, but it's not yeah. say you're just showing like a let's say like a small clothing somebody's, store, a guy, yeah, somebody's, yeah, somebody's dream life work. Build, yeah. yeah, to 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 build their um fashion brand. Uh, they only have yeah. two two stores, one in Venice yeah. Beach, one in Santa Monica, and they're both destroyed. Something like that, right? You, yeah. yeah, I see. Um, yeah, what do you sense. think? Um, What's your well, take? I, I I I basically agree. Uh, I, I would say I'm a little bit. Um, I think history is there for a reason. Uh, I I think uh, if 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 they yes okay. So how about this? So I would say if I'm the leader of this 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 group, which I'm not, but if I'm the leader of Bell and Movement and stuff, uh, I can sort of just let let it go by if people are just destroying statues and stuff like that. But as a regular citizen and stuff. Um, seeing statues getting torn like I would agree with the government still arresting the people who vandalized it. You know what I'm saying? Because it, mm. we we can't remove the law temporarily to allow you to protest. The law stated you have many rights to protest and you can put loudspeakers on the streets. And and by the way, I've seen a couple of protests in Pasadena. Uh, I visited briefly one day. This was like three weeks, two weeks ago. Um, and uh, um, besides that, like I, I was telling you, probably off, uh, uh, you know, off record before uh, in San Diego, just just zero. So I haven't seen any. But I saw a, one in Pasadena. Where you know the the law was executed, the, the cops were opening up the uh, main street for the protest to 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 walk around, and the the cars mm-hmm. were shut, uh, the, the roadblocks, and the, and there's the three cops on a bike following them behind behind the protesters um, to one to ensure they don't do anything crazy, but two to ensure the road stays closed, and wherever they march, the cops follow them uh, to sort of push the the to to shut the cars off and then close that street. So the cops are actually um, helping them uh, because obviously the law says you have the right to protest in this country. So um, yeah, so I guess if vandalism happened, I, I think people still should be arrested. It's public property. It's, a, it's yeah, yeah it does, they don't destroy small business owners. It's better. Yes. Um, but however, in a way, people pay taxes to build that statue. Uh, that's still someone's thing, and uh, and also it has another attitude, has another thing with the attitude towards history. I mean, look, mm. we had many many years of emperors and and, and rulers, and of, uh, from Genghis Khan to you know um, to, to to or or great adventurers like Columbus, who um, who, who had these you know certainly definitely. Um, was someone who accomplished a lot. It doesn't mean everything he does by 2020 standards is right. And we had rulers like Napoleon. We had, you know, obviously, um, sort of this person is completely anti-human. That's Adolf Hitler. But my point is, but we also had, you know, other empires, you know, Julius Caesar and stuff like that way, way before. But my point is, we cannot use 2020 standards to judge people who are doing things in like 1786. Um, I don't think it's fair to judge, because now they're saying, you know, should George Washington really be the father, you really be on the dollar? Should George Washington really be celebrating things like that? Right? Should the president say, 
like because you know he was a white man and uh, he he you know he, he didn't support the constitution or should we change the constitution? Uh, it's not really for everybody. It's only for white heterosexual males. It's not even for women, if I make sense. Um, and part of the evidence is true. Women didn't get to vote until the, until the 60s. Um, hmm. That's only less than, that's 80, that's, what is that? That's, that's like 60 years ago. And the country was founded like 300, 400 years ago. But my point is, uh, the I, I love something that a Chinese leader said, which is my favorite. Deng Xiaoping said, uh, let the next generation figure out, use their wisdom, and they, they'll be smarter to figure out a problem we can't fix, right? Uh, in Chinese, he says, uh, right? So um, that saying resonates with, with me a lot. That shows humility. Uh, as saying, uh, and also, I'm saying we should show humility to our ancestors. Uh, who are we to use a 2020 super you know, um, liberal or progressive? For, because, yeah, we made it this far. That's great. Uh, to use this standard to judge Columbus. Uh, he should still be celebrated by having the guts and the grit and, and, and his vision to basically connect it, connect. There were people living here before, of course, but he connected America to the rest of the world. So he contributed a lot to his land. Or George Washington, obviously, found the country and all that stuff. And, and same thing, I'm saying, that's why I fundamentally disagree with the Cultural Revolution in China uh, back in the 60s, 70s, because destroyed everything what be, that came before, right? We, 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 Confucianism, Buddhism, everything that would represent Chinese culture, you know, Sherman mm-hmm. Mao didn't like it, and he destroyed it. But uh, yeah, we're going to move away from that. Yes, sure, uh, from, from that, you know, sort of the, the that system of that, you know, Feng Jian Shui or Emperor system, whatever. But uh, we, we, we can do it better than destroying it. And, and basically, I'm saying that actually shows the insecurity. If, you, if we can't admit part of our history and look at human progress, instead, of, we should look at, oh, look at how much different, let's just assume, you know, hope, you know, maybe not the current president, but let's say the current president looks different than the first one, which is George Washington. Let's look at how the great adventure today, like Elon Musk, right? He's exploring the universe. He's basically a Columbus of our generation. If he goes to Mars and there are people, there are species living there, they're going to treat, they're going to think he's Columbus. And if we rule Mars, then the, the people on Mars, if there are a species there, uh, they're going to be called, they're going to be treated like Indians. No doubt about it. And no one's going to say zip about them. Uh, mm. Because, because that represents humans, uh, you know, our agenda. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Like now, not only uh, until the last 10 years, there were animal rights movements because before we don't care about animals, right? Because we are trying to rule the world. We're trying to become the dominant species. Now we sort of, you know, give dog rights, cats rights and this stuff, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, because we get to that stage. So, so I'm saying we should look at previous generation with a perspective. We shouldn't use 2020 standards, again, to judge people who were born in the 1500s. It's just not fair. Um, I think people instead can learn something from Gummings, from Columbus, from, you know, the, uh, sort of their good qualities that are transcending. But don't use the, but keep things in context, not saying, okay, I'm going to treat people like Gummings, or, or I'm going to uh, have slaves like Columbus or, or, or rob people, you know, things like that. Uh, that's a different story. But also rob yeah. right? Yes, I really get your point. Um, but I can also, on the other hand, very much emphasize with the people that want to take away you know, confederate, confederate statues. Um, but I, I think logic, people act solely you know, from the prefrontal cortex. Logically, they should come to your conclusion. But oftentimes, or at least, well, even most of the time, people are emotional animals, right? Emotional beings. Yeah. Yeah. I just, let's, just, let's just imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm from Nanjing, China. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then during the rape of Nanjing, there was a Japanese commander who set up a statue for himself. Okay, that's in, in the city hall. Mm-hmm. And that guy murdered my great great grandmother. My no, attitude towards that statue would be take that shit down. 
Mm. Okay. Well, no well, hesitation, well, right? Yeah, I object a little bit. I, I don't think the context is okay. correct, though. I think I would agree with you. Yeah, right. If that's the case, everybody should destroy it. I'm saying Mao was destroying the stuff that were uh, like Confucius, you know, uh, statues or 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 uh, from you know Buddhism things or or previous emperors stuff like that. Not the Jap like. Uh, if Japanese people were committing anti-human crimes, like I don't think there should be Adolf Hitler, you know, statue anywhere, right? If Japanese people were committing anti-human crimes, yeah. but Columbus wasn't like anti-human though. That's my point. Columbus discovered America. Mm. There's a difference between people who committed the huge suicide. I'm saying there's a fundamental. Then yeah. we change the narrative, right? Yeah. I guess it has to do with the degree to which, which is hard to measure, right? The, uh, the degree to which their their actions were, you know, mm. dehumanized, right? I mean. If if a person, if let's say a general was heavily involved in, in, in enslaving African Americans and torturing African Americans in the past, then we can pretty much agree that it's okay to take down the statue, right? So really, yes, sure, I mean, sure, sure, yeah, agree, yeah, yeah, like like yeah, you said, yeah, like, he's not not involved. I mean, right? Yeah. So yeah. we we yeah, I agree that we, we shouldn't take take down all statues of everybody who had conservative the old school value has been outdated, right? That we have to take down pretty much all the statues from the yeah, right, right. And from also, the past. I, exactly. And, 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 and that comes to my Mars analogy. It's literally uh, the same thing. If now we celebrate Elon Musk, if we ever going to move on Mars, move to Mars and there are species there and mm-hmm. we would celebrate him. But some yeah. point, 2000 years later, we become a, you know, uh, more of a multi-planet uh, species. That people is gonna be like, you know what? Back then, Elon was a horrible guy. He got on Mars and he fought wars <laughs> against the Indians there, against uh, species there, and he somehow used his uh, Tesla weapons and shot them. Horrible. Yeah. Well, but without yeah. him, we wouldn't be be there. So without Columbus, who knows when would uh, America have a civil have an actual um, sort of organized government and a, be a real country? Because there were civil nations, yeah, but uh, they weren't or, a country, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, we I just thought of like a, yeah. yes, I just thought of like a like a creative solution or perhaps as a part of the history the, the confederate mm-hmm. should be there but they should add the, the negative aspect of this person like mm. below the statue as well Make oh yeah, yeah the bio in the bio. Yeah, the bio in the bio they say the bio. this is what the person did the positives and here are the negatives mm-hmm. and let's educate people and remember never to, to repeat these mistakes yeah i think that Easy. may be a better solution that would, that's my whole point i totally agree I, I can right, get behind like, that 100%. You're not going to share, yep. but shame on you for what you did. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I totally, totally support that because that is a confident way. Because, you know, I, I, I'm very, uh, uh, I sort of, sort of uh, I'm very against um, insecurity behaviors or behaviors out of insecurity, mm-hmm. right? People who are insecure mm-hmm. about their past, uh, a, a nation, the people who are insecure about the past wrongdoing um, and, and refuse and deny that. Uh, what does that say about that sh- the, them and what does it say about this current generation, right? Yeah. Germans apologize after World War II. And every year, the, you know, we almost forget about World War II celebrate the, the, the victory celebrations this year. It's like a hundred, it's like almost 80 something years now. And then like, you know, people, it's not as big of a holiday as before, but you remember, you know, celebrating that growing up, right? The end of World War II the day. Um, and mm-hmm. Germans celebrate the hardest out of everyone, right? Celebrating mm-hmm. the end in ugly chapter in their history, Okay. And yeah. that they had such a shame like Adolf Hitler that existed. That is shows mm. the confidence of a country. I respect the heck out of Germans for doing that. Because they're like, you know what? We messed up. And we created this, you know, SOB. And he, he did many horrible things. But every year we're going to remember, mm. we'll never repeat it again. Right? So that's a proper way to look at one's past. Um, for, for, from an individual perspective, from a nation's perspective as well. So totally agree. And wouldn't mm. be nice just to you know, make the comparison complete. Wouldn't be nice to say, Shima Mao. Founded New China in 1949, great guy, blah, 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 wrote poems and 
you know, uh, did many great things on the left, Yodian, you know, or the, or, the, or the correct things, in, you know, in Chinese, whatever. Then on the, on the, the other side, right, you know, cultural 10 years, cultural revolution, you know, many people who are educated had to be farmers and working in factories and basically lost a, a lost generation and uh, did many things when he was uh, older after 70 and blah, blah, blah. Those are the things, um, shame on him. And, but we can still put him yeah. in front of Tiananmen Square. We can, I'm saying I still support him be, be, be at Tiananmen Square to be, you know, the basically the, the founder, the father of the nation. But however, there were bad things that he did. And there we mm. go. So mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that's a very good way to educate people. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. I think that, that that should be a better solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, but people, it, love, people love binary results, man. People love binary results. People want one way or the other. Destroy or, <laughs> yeah. fear, or celebrate, right? Yeah. 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 So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, see, uh, I think in, in times of crisis, uh-huh. most people adopt resort to band-aid solutions that are that that isn't the best solution. We've seen this over and over again. Because it makes them feel like they actually did something. That's why it's band-aid, yeah. right? Straightforward. Them- everybody understands yep. it. It creates, makes a great story and a headline. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's sad to see that. Yes. So it's sort uh, of like yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, it's no, go sort ahead. of like there are reason people among the crowd that knows this is not the best thing to do or the right thing to do but can can't do anything but be passive observers like us yeah yeah like we can't even say this i mean i mean we were saying the most we can yeah remember that day i called you i said i said yeah remember that day i called you i said as as a as a passive observers the most we can do is we have one little platform and we have some friends uh who are uh who support both either side so we think we have a diverse opinion then let's do a special podcast week on um, you know a couple episodes just on this. Then that's all we can do, right? That, yeah. We're already trying to be active, but this is all we can do. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we can only hope that more will agree with us. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So all right. So last point you were saying, um, um, mm. what is the root cause of the problem? Uh, basically, that's your uh, number of the first point. There's a disagreement on both yeah. sides. By the way, just to refresh audiences, we have three major points Roy pointed out. This is the last one where uh, the, these three main points are uh, the, the ones he thinks, and, and he summarizes it correctly. I, I concur with him, are uh, what society currently is uh, disagreeing on. Uh, the first one is, uh, is there systematic racism? What's the root cause of police brutality? Second one is, uh, are looting and rioting justified? Third one is, should we defund the police? Uh, we covered, uh, we were sort of went three, two, one. So we covered the first. The last two, mm. going back to the first one. Uh, what's your thought on that? What's, do you think there's this racism and then the root cause of the problem is racism? Uh, is, is, is that caused the police brutality in, in this case? Um, yes. I, I think okay. systemic racism definitely exists. Okay. Mm-hmm. And definitely exists among the police department. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are a lot of problems with, I mean, all, all these videos that have um, came out and not, not those actions cannot be justified cannot be justified mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. no matter what the reason is mm-hmm. so um but i do think there are also other problems mm-hmm. right there are also other problems that deeper problems that we need to solve that are also caused by you know racism systemic racism or unjust treatment of african-americans from the past mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. it's it's a fact that crime rate among african-american communities are higher than other communities mm-hmm. right so, oh, and then, but what is the cost of that, right? Mm. Segregation, poverty, education, mm-hmm. right? And then these things are, if not solved, mm. crime rate won't go down. And the crime rate won't go down. How do we make sure less black people get shot by the police or get shot overall or black on black crimes slower, mm. right? Black on black, black on black crime is also quite high. 
how do we make sure less innocent African-Americans die, no matter if it's by police, the hand of police or by the hands of other people? Mm-hmm. Right? I think the, the real problem is what's causing the crime rate to go up? What's causing the incarceration rate to go up? Yes, the police department are biased. The, the, the court system may be biased, but that's, that doesn't explain everything. I don't think it explains everything. Right, right, right. But why? Why is there segregation? Why is there poverty? Education problems? Or why is the those are, or why does twelve percent of population commit fifty six percent of crime? Yes, and I think that's a result of a historical problem, a mistreatment, unfair treatment, unjust treatment of the African American community in the past and now. Right. So I, I agree that the root cause, the, the problem is the racism. The root cause is the root problem is unfair, unjust treatment. But I, I think that's the thing we should look at, right? The, the community, yeah. the, the problem there. Got it. Uh, allow me to ask, uh, ask an even more blunt question and throw this into the sure. th- throw a little, fight, little spice sure in here. And I think um, sure people 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 have to sort of take a stand and answer this. I know it's hard, but because um, you know I'm a comics guy. So here's the thing. Yeah. Basically, this is black racism. Okay. If people agree that exists, then not only do you have less African Americans have less the blacks. Okay. Have less education. Blah blah blah. All that. Um, and poor neighborhoods to grow up in, and you know, single family, and basically, you know, uh, lots of their parents on on. on all together after kids born, one third of them grew up with uh, with a single parent. So, so all problems like that. However, um, so so in general, it it is a it's not only a race thing, but also a class thing, right? It's a poverty thing, right? Okay. So, uh, but the country because the capitalism structure, okay. So the the amount of assets are controlled, and, and obviously, uh, when when people die, they pass on. I would say ninety nine point nine percent of people, right? They they pass on to their next generation, right? There's inheritance, yeah. right? So that total amount of assets are uh, controlled by um, the wider popul- uh, p- part of the population, okay, um, more yeah. than the blacks. So this, to change this, if you want true equality, then even the most progressive or the most conservative, they have to answer this question. Mm. Or the ones in the middle. I'm saying, actually, I know that actually the most progressive and the most, so again, I, I'm more likely in the middle in many things, but the most progressive and the most conservative, actually, they, I know the exact answer to this question. But actually, it's the one okay. in the middle. It's this. This is tough for you and me. Actually, we have to take a stand on this in the middle. Which one do you pick? Is that does it require a redistribution of wealth? I think if America has a hundred dollars <throat> right now, eighty dollars are controlled by fifty percent of the by, or by the white public population. There's only twenty dollars left for um the, you know the the the, the, the people that we're talking about, and does mm. it require a redistribution of wealth in general? To literally put pop money into different people's pockets to make this fair, because the total amount of assets just on there to um, it's it just not distributed evenly. And if we're going by people's own goodwill, which um, it's nothing wrong, but most people pass to their you know kids, right? And their kids like you to be the same race. Obviously, the interracial marriage, and you know we're talking that, that's of course it happens. But I'm saying mainly they pass with their children, no matter who they are. So blacks will pass with black as well, but they don't have much to pass on. So do you think it requires literally putting every pull everybody's wallet out and redistribute it? That's the equal, quote unquote, way to make an equal society. Otherwise, it will all there will always be differences. Theoretically speaking. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm looking at. That's why I'm a little pessimistic on just like you were saying you were pessimistic last week during the podcast. I'm pessimistic on the on the fundamental class change. <clears throat> because mm. uh, you know, one per, the one percent or the top ten percent will not uh when they will do it voluntarily to, to just give money to other people, right? I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't yeah, work that, 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 often that way, right? Right, right, yeah. right. So that's my point, basically. Yeah, it's easy to <laughs> identify the problem. It's yeah. much more difficult to come right. up with a good solution so to it. Yeah, is it so hard? 
my my, concept, yeah, my gut mean, feeling is that I would say no because their their ancestors earned it. They have the right to decide who to give it to. Obviously, blah blah blah. You know, I'm a traditional capitalist and all that stuff. But also to answer the question, without redistributing wealth, uh, everything else we do are you know sort of the band aid solutions are fluff, are, are superficial things. Uh, won't change the root of problem because they don't. If people are poor, they can't really do much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to solve that problem is <laughs> is it's a very very difficult, mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I, I, at this point, I don't think I'm capable of coming up with a good solution to that. Me either. Me either. Karl Marx it's wasn't. Uh, Karl Marx either. And then you know, people, you know, many presidents, many politicians, Adam Smith, people. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. But I think right now, I think the the, the, mm. the premise to be able to address the problem is uh, come up with a good solution is to find the right problem, ask the right questions, right? Yes. Yes. I think yes. right now the, the the worst thing is that people aren't asking the right questions. Yes, that's right. Yep. Right. And, how and, do we come up with a good solution if we're not even asking the right question? Impossible. Yeah. And and, and, and it's not actually. Uh, I mean, it's a little pessimistic, but I'm not that that basically that negative. Is that that question I answered fundamentally? I know it's very blunt. It's hard to. Uh, we either you and I, I think we have a good solution so far at least. But however, for the portion that everybody pulls out. Okay, uh, so I said, should we pull everybody's wallet out and it just literally redistribute it uh, by headcount? And everybody literally has the same amount in the country that every opportunity is equal again, no matter color, right? Just do it like a, you know, algorithmically with a machine, easy math to do, right? Total amount of capital divided by 400 million people, whatever. Besides that solution, uh, however, at least do the part where, the part where we already gave to the government, which that's called taxes, okay? At least distribute that evenly. I think that is a good solution that can go forward. Like say, a, mm. a more uh, balanced funding for education programs, uh, uh, especially for African American communities, where maybe consider the wealthier neighborhoods and stuff like that. They, uh, especially the neighborhoods that have like the, say the top ten wealthiest zip codes in America, stuff like the average home price four million, things like that. Um, maybe those people, their kids already go to private school anyways, right? Um, then uh, aggressively fund more. Maybe I'm just saying, make the tax bracket maybe mm. a little bit more imbalanced to balance out the inequality to fund more. The uh, underserved neighborhoods, education, healthcare, mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. and fund less. Like Beverly Hills, maybe doesn't need the best hospital because they all have their primary care. Um, so maybe um, they don't need the best high school because all their kids, you know, go to a private school that's not home anyways, right? So mm-hmm. um, and, and then use them, shift that money to the underserved neighborhoods. I'm saying things like that for the part where what do you give it to the government? They should divide it better uh, because they already collect a lot. So uh, it, without yeah. to- uh-huh. without the total absolute economical communism communism with everyone uh, pull their wallet mm. out and redistribute then for the part we already pay let's divide that well that's right that, I think that's a viable solution yeah mm. Mm. perhaps perhaps yeah. yeah that's possible yeah, yeah. so um, and education is key yes 100% because that's the future 100%. right that's, the, that's the, how do uh, we, we keep saying how, we, we believe our children will be better than us and the next generation will be better than the last um, but how do we make sure of that because we have to make sure that by 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 getting, getting through proper education with them, and that's the thing. Why are we better, basically better civilization than when we were in the 1500s? Because 1500, I don't think the 1500 people in the 1500s don't really typically the majority of the population don't go through as many years in school as we do, right? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. One data point is enough to explain all because we study, man, <laughs> right? We spend years and and after school, we're still studying about the world, about life, about things in general. So. Yeah. yeah, and we've had so many years of you know um, knowledge being built even be, you know, before we were born, right? Yes, so right. compared to yep. the previous generations, that's right. So better understanding of the world yep. overall. Yep. 
So yeah, um, yeah. Edu- education is the key. And, um, yeah. and, and one last thing, I guess for the African American culture, um, traditionally, dare I say, uh, there is a compare again. This is not on absolute scale, but comparatively, compared to Caucasian families and Asian, especially Asian families. I think education is le- is emphasized a little bit less in African American culture in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that has to do with it too. So basically, uh, this is actually a, a saying from my father that, that he says quite often to me: "Is that uh, Robert, when you do something wrong, or you find a problem with you, or something you don't you dislike about your trajectory of your life, career, future, whatever, uh, look for re- uh, causes, but uh, make sure you know what is the." Internal, what are the internal causes? What are the external causes? People who only see external causes, like say systematic racism, like say if I'm black, I say, okay, the country screwed me up, you know, basically they don't give me any chances, it's systematic racism, therefore I'm not successful, then I give up my life. Okay? So <laughs> he blames, even though those reasons are legit, but he blames yeah. all the reasons, okay, on external reasons, like why, you know, and then yeah. you don't end up getting much too much, too many improvements from that. Like my dad told me always, she's like, it is unlikely you can change the whole world. But however, if you believe in it, you can change many parts of the world in many aspects, way more yes. than you think. Women, you 100%. think, but it's unlike you changed the entire world for you. Even I don't think anyone has done that, right? So um, you can change parts of it, okay? But internal reasons are the reasons that you can do, and then you can change like almost to hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And whether you believe you can change the current situation <laughs> creates two different, very different results. The story yes. will be completely different. Yes. You know, in a situation where you're helpless, you won't make efforts or enough efforts to make change. Yeah. Right, I think having that belief is crucial. He who believes he can, and he who believes he can, uh, both you're yes. right. Both you're yeah. right. Yeah. Why, yes. why are they right? Because they execute on what they believe. You know. Um, yes. So the one uh, is the cheesiest way, right? The one who says I have a dream, and the one who says I don't have a dream have a different outcome, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Right? yes. Well, have you heard yeah. anyone yells like I don't have a dream? I'm hopeless. I mean, <laughs> the the outcome is different. <laughs> the proof yes, is different. Yes, right? yes. It's tested. But not saying the one who says, I have a dream will achieve it. But at least uh, it's a higher chance than the one who says, I don't have a dream. So, Yes. I would go as far as to say that even in a situation where it's yeah. mostly helpless, yeah. it's still more beneficial to believe that you can make a change because you will make at least improvements to yes. your situation. Yes. Right? At least it can be better. And, and, and bro, think about, you know, this is meant to my brother, brother. Think about the, the times we were really touched. Think about the time you, you're so inspired, you had chills, or you know, you had tears in your eyes when you see a story. I'm sure you were inspired uh, throughout many uh-huh. things. You have music, books, and th- like the raw yeah. emotion. It's mainly the human spirit shines against adversity, right? You hear a story, yeah. you look at something, you, you, see, you see a great, you know, uh, athlete come back during a sports game, you watch music, like music or a movie at the end where, you know, the, the superhero or whoever goes against all odds and still come back. And that, it wasn't the result if he won or not. It's about the effort that injured, wounded, still come back, going mm-hmm. against all odds. That human yeah. spirit shines the brightest. And we are all touched by that all the time, don't we? Like, yeah. that's what makes, you know, basically the species great. Is not, it's the, the odds are against you, but... You know, for, for God's sake, yeah. I'm still gonna do it. So um, that, that's when we all touch or inspire, motivated most. Um, it doesn't matter. So what kind of content? There's so many books, stories, movies. You know, music, sports, everything. Yeah. So that's the kind um, of story that people universally resonate with across yeah, culture, across time. Yeah, from the old ancient Greek time, then people like they will sing about your story. They will you know make songs about this legacy, right? That's what the words mm-hmm. going to battlefields talk about, right? You know, we make yeah. our stand, and the, you know we will die today, but our children will sing about us tomorrow. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the kind of that kind of that started from Troy, right, way back. 
So, um, yeah. you know, that, I think I think um, for the people who really want to make a change, they gotta make that stand. Uh, instead of just, just saying so, so, so again, so yeah, in general, I support the movement. I think it's great. I think those people who are trying to make the move movement right, uh, they they are doing things right. They are proactive, but just to staying hopeless and and, and stuff that, that's um, it, it it literally uh, doesn't do anything. And, and hope is the, it's a, mm-hmm. it's the best thing. Yeah, and, and against any crisis, like the coronavirus crisis we're dealing with right now, people yeah. um, scientists try to make a vaccine. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we can't just right. People putting efforts. Um, and um, it's rough, but uh, governments try to save the economy, right? Um, we try to stay productive through quarantine. That shows mm. signs of human spirit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So it's important for the collective to make change, to push for social progress, which is what's happening now. It's also for every individual to um, make a change. Be the change um, you, want to be, yes. you want to see in the world. And to all these efforts added together, mm-hmm. um, I think real change will happen, given enough That's time. Right. That's right. That's right. right. So collective and individual effort. Yes. Yes. Yep. And and, and right. individual efforts get um, they spread quickly. You know. Yep. Yes. To to use another yes. Chairman Mao's uh, reference, right? Uh, little, you know, little yes. sprinkles of fire could light up the whole country. That's what he said. Right. And he and it did. Yes. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. And it did. So. Yes. Yeah. Amen. All right. So we hope our yeah. audiences can take away. From this is that just basically that old cliche saying is saying, be the change you want to see in the world. Um, the many things are unfair. Let's strive to grow the pie bigger while dividing the pie well. Um, while at this, also let's let's, mm-hmm. let's 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 be the change you want to see. Um, we, I think we can do a lot more. Um, collectively and, and we can do a lot more by uh, this is maybe the low value that rg2 stands provides is that by seeing each other's points especially people who disagree with you uh, mm. in many instances and I, and that's the purpose of us um finding different sources by preparing for this podcast and interview interviewing a guest on the previous one um that's super beneficial uh, to to see mm. people people sit at different places people sitting in different shoes um and and people see things differently um it doesn't make them evil doesn't make them wrong doesn't make them um, corrupt or anything. Uh, it it just shows that we are truly different. Uh, but however, mm. we can respect we can respect that differences and appreciate the similarities. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Well said. Very well said. Alrighty. Well, yeah. With that. Alrighty. With that. With that um, hope everyone ha- have a good uh, weekend. And it seems like the beginning of summer is going okay so far. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, keep tuning to RZ Two uh-huh. Cents, and uh, mm-hmm. we will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. It's been a great episode. Yep. All right. Bye, guys.